Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome to another edition of Spock Sports Show here on Buck 92 and podcasting wherever you get your podcast. We are presented by Barbary Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. Car accident, personal injury claim, divorce, anything you need lawyer-wise. Contact Joe and the crew. They will set you up with what you need to take care of all of your legal matters. Kind of a double dip of Spock Sports Show this week, catching up with Sacred Heart Academy softball and Shepherd softball as our teams. Well, got some games in last week, but we'll see what happens this week. Let's get right into my interview. Coach Josh Wheaton, Lexi Zion, and Eliza Peratt from Sacred Heart Academy softball. And I am here with Josh Wheaton and seniors Lexi Zion and Eliza Peratt from the Sacred Heart Academy softball team. And we're going to start with uh, Lexi and Eliza. First of all, Lexi, we'll, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Eliza. I think I got the two of you guys right. What other sports do you play? Um, basketball, and that's it. All right. Now, which one's your favorite? Duh. And don't worry, don't worry if Coach Wheaton's here. Yeah. Basketball, definitely. Basketball's probably yeah. your favorite. All right. Well, you kind of come from ba- basketball family, right? Mm-hmm. And now, this is a question that I started asking just a couple months ago when I was doing stuff for the Oilers Sports Boosters auction. What would your high school experience have been like? Imagine if there's no athletics. You had no, no, no sports to play. What would high school have been like for you? A lot more boring. Like, no reason to be at school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, it seems, like, weird to say that, but it's one of those I want to continue to stress how important sports are in your high school experience. And so think about one memory from your high school sports career, even just in high school in general. What's your your favorite memory looking back at your time at Sacred Heart? Um, One thing I really liked before each of our basketball games, and we have some for softball, too, we would do team dinners, and it's just, like, playing games, like talking about the upcoming game, prepping, and it's just like those memories. Like one thing we talk about in basketball a lot is like the sports aren't about the trophies. It's about like the relationships you build and the memories you make. Yeah, I'm going to have you hand it over now to uh, Eliza, and I'll ask you kind of the, the, the same questions here now. And Eliza, uh, what other sports do you play here at Sacred Heart? Okay, so softball, basketball, and volleyball. All right, and so all, all three all three seasons. Mm-hmm. And so for you, you know, almost even more, high school w- without athletics. Oh, it would be literally nothing. There's, like, no point if you don't have sports. <laughs> like, you don't really learn anything. Like, that's where I grow, like, all my friendships and relationships are from sports. And so. Yeah, and now favorite memory of your – and oh, I think gosh. I might know this one. Well, my favorite memory will have to be winning states for volleyball, yeah, that, that, obviously. Yeah. If it wasn't that one, I was going to kind of say, what? <laughs> you know, I, you know. so uh, thank you guys for answering that. Now we're going to talk with Coach Wheaton as well. You know, you teach here. You know they love school too, but that just kind of tells you how important high school sports are to these youngsters, doesn't it? Yeah, well, <clears throat> both of their answers uh, had nothing to do with the classroom. Yep. If you notice, but what's interesting about that is they're both at the very top of their class, you know, in, in terms of academics and such. So, um, so I don't know if all of that was necessarily <laughs> true, but, um, but, but I do feel them. I do know that, and that's why I coach, because I know that there's so much more to be learned away from the classroom than what people that aren't involved with it would think. Yep. And, in fact, I had a middle school class this morning, and I asked the question, you know, like how much of your education is actually that you gain throughout life actually comes from the classroom. And I don't think any of them raised their hand and said more than, you know, 20% of it, because we know that, that most of what we learn in life that matters happens in life, not necessarily in a book. So, um, 
So that's what we try to do. Um, we try to teach life lessons and we try to, you know, learn uh, things that you're going to need later in life out on the court or out on the field or whatever it is. So um, both of them had a really good response. So, And now state semifinals last year, you guys ran into a juggernaut. A t- you know, I remember making the joke during the broadcast that if these girls are running track, I imagine they're going to win the D4 state track championship as well. What was, I'm going to ask you, Eliza, what was that like last year? Because it was a ground ball hit right to an all-state shortstop to Williger and they're still safe at first base just with the speed and getting out of the box. What was that like? Oh, it was crazy. I mean, there's really – you have no room for, like, error or hesitation or, like, even a moment to think. So it was kind of crazy to see that level of playing just in front of your eyes. Like, Yeah, and now who's all back from last year? Kind of a question for all of you guys. Obviously, you got the two seniors. How many other seniors are on the team? Because I remember you guys were pretty young last year. Yeah, we have um, – well, we were young last – we were actually young and old. All right, all right. So we graduated six seniors, five which were starters, and five really super important players for us. And so we had to, refi- we had to replace five uh, players with, I think, a combined 18 years of varsity softball experience. Wow. So it was, it was um, a really difficult task in the offseason and so on. But what we did have happen this year was we had a lot of young uh, freshman talent – that came in. So you, you, we lost experience and talent and gained a lot of really good talent with a, not as much experience. And sometimes that can work for you and it can work against you. Um, they are softball dumb enough that the pressure doesn't get to them. But then again, they're only 14 and 15 years old. So, um, so you're going to take your lumps and you're going to have your bumps and you're going to have your ups and downs with those young players. But, um, but we are super excited about the talent, the potential. Um, we have three or four of those, those kids that are, um, that are, they have a really, really high ceiling. And uh, we're excited about what's to come with that. We, we gained two really important seniors and a third one. We do have three seniors this year. Uh, Peyton Goffner, who, who was with us a couple years ago, wasn't with us last year. Now she's back with us. But we have two seniors that have a lot of experience in these two. Um, Eliza's. Actually, they've both been with us since they were freshmen. You know, we, we had a COVID year, which skipped. Otherwise, they'd have been four-year varsity players. So um, the experience that they have and, and the leadership that they've gained through all the other sports that they've played. You know, our, our athletic teams, is, you know, as we know, is that we, we usually aren't done at the end of the season in most of our sports. So um, they gain so much experience and so much leadership skill and all of that by watching those in front of them. And it seems like every time we have seniors come in, they just pick up that, you know, they, they pick up the baton and just run with it. So these two have done a great job of that. Yeah, what, what do you think about him saying that, Eliza? You said you guys think about basketball. You guys won a number of championships, volleyball state championship this year. How much do those other sports, you know, we love talking about multi-sport athletes. How much do those other sports help you? I mean, it helps a lot. I mean, being a multi-sport athlete, you're like your experiences obviously grow, and you're you're in different leadership roles. I mean, through volleyball and basketball, like um, as a setter, I had a pretty and a senior, a pretty big leadership role. So, and you kind of grows throughout. Yeah, I'm season. gonna make you hand it over to Lexi here and answer kind of this same question. And now, yeah, for you, like I said, just basketball and softball. But think about those two sports; they're they're widely different. How do those two help each other? 
Um, I think from basketball, I learned a lot like about mental toughness, going to practice every day, even though you might not always want to. Physically, like basketball is like intense, you're running up and down the court. And so like to have that going into softball season really helps with like outfielding and the bases and everything. Yeah, when you're used to full court pressing for, you know, 32 minutes or whatever, it's, you know, not, not too bad to shag a couple fly balls out there. And now one thing I want you guys to talk about, something that uh, Josh and I talked about last year, uh, Natalie Jones was just a warrior, was the, the word you used in the circle last year. What do, you, what do you remember about her performance helping you guys get to the state semifinals? Well, just that. I mean, she, she put us on her back. Um, early in the season, it was kind of up and down with Natalie um, in, in terms of um, production and so on. Like she'd have a good outing, then not so good outing, then a good outing, then a not so good outing, then a good outing, then a not so good outing, and we knew that that was going to help us later because, oftentimes in those on the days where she wasn't great, our offense was so at least could keep us in games and so on. So she knew she always knew she had a chance to still win those games, and um, and when it got late in the season and when we needed to be playing our best softball, um, Natalie really stepped up and um, everything tightened up with her and uh, and. The result was the result, and like you mentioned, we ran into a team that, you know, you, you talk about those those types of players, and um, to, to, even to the untrained eye, you can tell the difference between a Division One level, uh, Division One college level player and ability, and someone who doesn't have yep. that ability. So, like, we just we ran into to a hot team, a really good team. Um, fortunately, now for the rest of all of Division Four. They moved up to Division Three, so we don't have to deal with them anymore. But, um, but no, I, I mean, Natalie, Natalie took us as far as this team was ever going to go last year, and losing that is huge. Again, she's one of those seniors that um, the leadership, um, her living our values, all those things, earning the A every day, all that stuff um, was it was contagious. And um, now we're back to two freshman pitchers, tons of ability. Um, very good. Both of them are very good. And they have um, experience probably beyond their years with all the travel ball and higher competitive ball that they played, stuff like that. But it's it's still, there's a difference between an 18-year-old with four years experience and a 14, 15-year-old with, that's just starting out. Our young pitchers are going to be fine. They'll, 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 you know, they'll help us win games. But the loss of that one girl is a huge kind of a, it's a hit that we have to try to make up along the way somewhere else. So, yeah, Is there a moment you guys remember from the playoffs last year with her that you guys want to talk about? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, not like, I guess, not a certain moment, but I was Natalie's catcher throughout the year. So, obviously, I kind of saw her growth and, like, her commitment and just how she grew throughout the year. So, I guess there's no, not a specific moment, but, I mean, when we got to the end of the season and we were playing our best softball, like you could see it and how much she wanted it and how much she was going to work for it. So Right. And what are you guys expecting from the MSAC this year? I know one thing Coach Wheaton has got to be really happy about is that Caitlin Panachik is, is, is gone from Coleman. Yeah, we don't have to deal with her anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, we really never had much problem dealing with her. We just wouldn't pitch to her. You know, I mean, that was one way to deal with it. So, but no, um, there are other better, there are other really good players in our conference and, and we all know who they are. And, and, uh, but I, I'm going to say this, you know, I mean, I know that we won the conference last year and we had that team with all those seniors and in that, but we had a lot of really 
good young players too last year that are now kind of like, you know, if we're in a normal high school varsity softball situation, it's like they're seniors. I mean, in a normal school, you have freshmen and sophomores playing JV and you have your juniors and seniors for the most part playing varsity, unless you have some special arm or you have some special bat or something like that. So I look at the sophomores this year that are with us as kind of seasoned. You know, they've seen it. They've been through the battles and they've been through all that stuff. So um, I like where we're at. Our concern right now is what I mentioned before is young, um, young players in the circle. Um, we, we have a, a little bit of a, we, we changed some things up a little bit. Um, like Eliza said, she caught 95% of our innings last year. And our goal, and she doesn't like this so much, by the way, <laughs> our goal is that she doesn't, she catches 5% of our innings this year versus 95. And she plays where she, where we originally wanted her to play last year. And that was on the infield. I mean, she's, she's our best infielder. And um, we had our best infielder last year behind the plate. So um, we had a player step up this year and she's done a great job for us. That's uh, Kate Liscom behind the plate. And we're, we're going to hope that that works out there, and we, we expect it to. And, uh, and I think it makes it stronger. But as far as conference goes, um, we're going to compete to win it, and that's our goal. You know, I mean, you know, just because we lost those kids doesn't mean that we can't compete. You know, I mean, I've been telling everybody, yeah, we went from old to young, but we have young talent, and we have young skill, and we have young um, experience in the competitive softball world. So, um, I'm less concerned about it than maybe somebody else might be. Yeah. So, And now, when you guys have the run like you did last year, is it kind of a different feeling coming into practice? And, I mean, it, maybe it kind of applies to, you know, volleyball, basketball, the success you guys have had. You just kind of come in like, all right, this is what we did last year. We got ex- expectations again this year. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, this goes for all sports, like Sacred Heart Sports. I mean, I thought about it for volleyball, and we just went as farther, and then basketball, we just went as far. So I think coming into practice, you know you can do it, and so you just have to work hard and get there. Yep, and now start with you. What's it like coaching here at Sacred Heart in the community? Oh, I don't know how many times you've asked me this over the years, Chris, but I'm, I, the That's answer's for, the for same. Peop, for people who don't tune in, yep. I, w- no, I no, want to hear because it's I'm special. Just, I, it is, yep. and I'm glad you asked again. It was really my point. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, coaching and teaching here is, um, it's not like anywhere else. And those that aren't in this community and within the Sacred Heart, um, family and in the community, they don't know what that means. And, and that's okay. I didn't before I was here. Same here. And, you know, before I got involved in sports. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what it was like. I had an image and I had an idea of what things were like and I was completely wrong. And, um, teaching and coaching here every day, it's one of those deals where, you know, you just, you get up every day and you never feel like you have to go to work, you know, you get to. And uh, that's one of the things, one of the things we preach in softball and football and all the other sports is that, you know, we, we have an opportunity every day. And, and when you show up here, you know, you have kids that are ready to work. You know, you have kids that are disciplined. And we always talk about the definition of discipline and that's doing it no matter what, even on the days that you don't feel like doing it. And, and these kids, they, they value those things and they do those things and they're raised by good people, and they're raised by people that have the same expectations of them. So, um, so teaching and coaching here is unique. It's special, and it's something that I cherish every day. Yep. Now, yeah, Eliza, Lexi, would make both you guys answer that. You know, was there a point you guys started walking into the gym as youngsters and saw the banners and saw you know blank state championships on the wall? You kind of talk about that a little bit. What's it like playing sports here? Um, well, I remember. I think me and Lexi can both say this. Like when we're younger and we 
we go to those like final four games and we like look up to the older girls and you see them in the hall and you're like oh my gosh like I, I want to be there I want to be that um and I mean that's what I thought like saying with basketball like I couldn't wait to get a practice jersey because that was like the value in that was like amazing so I think I don't know you look up to those people and you like finally want to be there so when you are it's like kind of like an you're in awe and hand it over to Lexi here and Lexi, Lexi, laugh. I think she maybe has the same kind of answer. Because like I said, you guys grew up together, and you can just tell you guys are you know good friends by your body language and everything. Talk, talk a little bit about it. And said you, you're somebody that had, has an older brother that was very successful with basketball and stuff like that, too. Yeah, I think it really helped me. My older brother, Brendan, he was super like involved in school and sports and everything. And he was super hardworking. And just seeing that, like the level of success he had, I wanted that same success for myself. And so... Um, I remember with, I was with Eliza and we went to the 2014 girls state championship uh, game and it was like it's so awesome like such a small school can accomplish such big things and like just having that and seeing that in my sight I know that if I worked hard enough we would be able to reach the same thing. And now the softball environment I always like to you know try and tell people that don't go to these high school baseball softball games it's special. It's fun because a lot of times you turn one way, there's a softball game. You turn around the other way, the baseball game's going on. And it's particular special where you guys play off Lincoln Road there, you know, at the old lock key, I guess I, st- I still want to say. Talk, talk about the softball environment for you guys here at Sacred Heart. Um, well, this year, um, before the season even started, I remember I was at Garver's barn and he came up to me and he's like, hey, Lexi. And I'm like, hey. And um, Mr. Garver has lots of energy if you know anything <laughs> about him. And he's like, wow, are we going to make it better this season? And one thing we talked about is more intense practices. And so at practice, like Garver and Mr. Wheaton, they always say, we're not going to teach teach hustle we're not going to teach effort we expect that and so it's every rep we're getting better every rep we're giving 110 percent and I think that environment at the softball fields and at our practice is going to contribute to another really successful season how does it make you feel to hear one of your kids say that well it feels good um somebody gets it right and I'm not we as a staff aren't 100 percent sure that they all do yet but they will um these two are seniors they're seasoned um from all aspects of athletics um and they know, and they know what the expectation is. And that's, that's what I think Lexi's referring to is that, you know, you, you reach a certain point in, a, in any athletic program where the expectations every day, as long as there's not a lot of changeover, right? As long as there's – where you don't see a lot of this is where at the places where coaches change over all the time. And when you have some continuity over time, there's a certain expectation and a standard that, is, um, that must be met. It's, it's – it's, and when it's not, um, you know, not to be too harsh or, or not to, to um, I guess, harsh is the word, is that when it's not met, it's dealt with. And it's, and it's dealt with swiftly and quickly um, it, in the best possible way, yep. right, um, within reason. But um, the expectation and the standard that we set is something that they have to know that they're stepping into right away. And those that don't want that, that's okay. We can still be friends. You just can't be part of this. And, and um, it's, it sinks in. I think the younger players, it, the, the cool thing is watching freshmen get it quick, right? They don't get it on the first day. They don't get it on the second day. But by the second week, they start to understand it. And um, and that's one of the cooler things to see. Sometimes in high school, you don't see it till the end of a season. Sometimes and, you don't see it at all. Or you don't see it at all. That's right. So, um, so no, I, I, I think it's great. I, I love hearing that from them. Yep. And now, set a great example. Time for a quick break here on the Spock Sports Show podcast. When we come back, we'll talk about what these girls learn and play in high school softball and all the other sports that they just couldn't learn from Coach Wheaton in the classroom. You listen to Spock Sports Show podcasting wherever you get your podcasts. If you've got legal questions, 
and you don't know what to do. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbara Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Welcome back to the Spock Sports Show podcast, talking all things Cigar Academy softball. Let's get right back into my interview with Coach Wheaton, Lexi Zion, and Eliza Peratt. What do you guys learn playing high school sports that you can't learn in the classroom? You guys kind of answer that question a couple times throughout this, I feel like, but I'm going to make you both answer it again. Think of, you know, experience or something. What's something you learned? Adversity, you know, playing a game or something like that. Something you just couldn't learn here, here in Coach Wheaton's class. Yeah, I would just think again, it's like mental toughness. Like when you, your emotions are high, you like, you're exhausted physically, mentally. Um, and it's just like, you always have more in the tank than you think you do. All right, I'm going to make you hand it over here to Eliza. Yeah, going off what Lexi said, I mean, just commitment is a little different than in the classroom and on the field um, and hard work and dedication and perseverance is what I learned a lot during volleyball season in that final game. Um, that was huge. So, All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Coach Wheaton, this is a question I've asked you a, a couple times as well again, but I, I'm going to make you answer sure. it again. What, what are these kids learning on the field that you, you can't teach them in here in this classroom? Well, I mean, I think they said most of it. It's commitment, dedication. All, most of the kids here are co- dedicated students, right? I mean, they know they're going to get their work done. They're going to do their best work most of the time, not always. And all that, they, they, you know, their parents have expectations at home of that. But away from the classroom, you know, these are, these are lessons and values that they're going to take that are going to stick with them for the rest of their lives, and they're useful in every aspect of life. Um, discipline, for one, you know, we don't all want to do what we're supposed to do every single day, but we must do it, whether we feel like it or not. And that's one of the things, right? I mean, I don't expect these guys to show up to practice every day and be like, "Woo, this is the greatest day of my life because I get to practice today, Right. I mean, we, we tell them all the time, like, you even have to fake it sometimes. You know what I mean? But you have to do it, and that's a huge part. That's a huge lesson that they take away from this. Um, perseverance is one of them. Um, uh, commitment, right? To, not to, the, to our team, but to the people that they play on the team with. You know, um, family, we have our four values, right? We have our four core values. Family, trust, accountability, and commitment. And what we do every year is we let them define what those four things mean to, to each team every year, right? Those are four core program values, but each team has a little bit of different dynamic, right? So they get to they get to define what those four things mean. So once they meet and they define them, they must live by them. They made them. We didn't make them for them. So, you know, those are four things that you need to have in life. Those are four things that you need to have in your family with your when you when you're married and you have kids and you have a job. Those are four things that you need to have when you're committed to the church or to the, whatever it is that you're committed to and everything you do in life, right? So, um so that's what I think they take away most, right? And and our job as coaches is really to lead them in that direction or at least hold them accountable on their own. So, um so that's those are the most important things I think that they take away from all sports, not just our softball program, but 
all the sports that they play here at Sacred Heart. So. Yeah, and I feel like we've gotten so much further beyond softball, but I think that that's a good thing to always talk about. But big games coming up this year. I was looking at the schedule a little bit. I know you guys are going to have Beal, and I believe I even saw Shepard on the schedule yeah. towards the end of the year. Yeah, we have Shepard. Uh, we, 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 our schedule's tough again this year. Um, it's not quite as tough as it was last year. We just don't play as many tough teams, I guess. But we do play enough, and that was by design. Um, we play Shepard. We play Traverse City Central. We're going to play them at CMU. Um, we play Beal, um, which we play Beal every year. Yep, and you're opening up with Tawas t- today, actually, correct? Yeah, actually, we opened the other day against right. Montebello. We, All right. Yep. How'd that go? We, we got a sweep there. All right. Um, our two young pitchers threw great. Um, neither one of them went a full seven innings because it, we, the game ended early. So they did a good job there. Um, but we go to Tawas today. Tawas is a um, very well-coached team. They have um, some talent. So um, what happened on Tuesday is going to be much different than what's going to happen yeah. today. So, yep. And uh, last thing, how crazy is it for you to get all these – you're going to get the games in like the first couple weeks? I know. This is amazing. And knock, you know, knock on the floor for next week, but we'll see. Right. But. I, I mean, we're <laughs> scheduled for that bad day, bad weather day yeah. next week, of course. So. so we'll see how things go. But, no, it's been beautiful. We've been able to practice good quality you know, practices every day and – where people aren't standing around freezing and shivering and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, so we're excited. We're looking forward to it. And, and if anybody goes to SHA.net athletics, you're going to be able to find that full schedule there too. Uh, they that, should be able yep. to, if not, they can go to our Facebook page. All right. It's there. All right. So uh, Eliza, Lexi, coach Wheaton, thank you guys so much for joining me. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. Chris. Another big, big thank you to those two for taking some time to chat with me all about Sacred Heart. Well, all three of them, pardon me. Talk, sorry, coach Wheaton talking about Sacred Heart Academy softball. Just great to hear from some of the players. Thanks for listening to another Spock Sports Show podcast. If you're looking for the Shepherd Softball Preview, it's right here on the same page. we got the Sacred Academy Softball Preview. And don't forget to listen to that Beale City Baseball Podcast along with my interview with Damon Brown about his 16 years at the helm of Sacred Heart Academy Girls Basketball. Thanks for listening to another Spock Sports Show podcast. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Bachman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.